Irreverent, entertaining, cool. You're listening to LA Talk Radio. You're listening to Razor Riffs with Keith Razor and Alan Lee right here on LA Talk Radio. Hey guys, welcome to Razor Riffs. Uh, tonight's episode we have a sponsor, but first, Alan has a Alan Lee has a huge news feed he wants to share with us. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, this just came in. It's uh, hot off the presses. Uh, an agrarian revolutionary secessionist group, the Hawaiian Gardeners of Hawaiian Gardens, have kidnapped international man of company, Greg Roke. His tracking beacon was deactivated somewhere between a trailer park and Tacos Jalisco number six. The group has posted a Craigslist ad reading, Ransomed Wheelboy, $40 or best offer. A GoFundMe has been set up for Greg's release. Greg, wherever you are, we hope you're safe and want you to return home. Excellent. Well, back to the show. Uh, Hey, Alan. uh, How you doing, pal? Oh, I'm doing good. I just, you know, I'm a little pressure here with this news event. Yeah. And I hope, he, I hope the word gets out there. Uh, poor Greg, you know. We, we wish you the best wherever you are. And, of course, I'm very excited, uh, not just with this news event. But, uh, you know, Bill Farmer is here. Yeah, he's in the studio. I was and about I, to introduce him, but yes, then you started do. talking about Greg. Well, you know me. I, I ramble. <laughs> I'm a born-again uh, cartoon person. You know, oh. We're all, all exposed. To, uh, this is Ronan, the director. The director. I don't know. Why is my mic always? Uh, I yeah, here I'm with a radio great. I want to repeat that first part. Oh, oh really? What? <laughs> Which first part? Oh my God! I'm falling apart already. Uh, you know, here's a here's a here's a professional radio man. We're screwing up all over the place. Wait, repeat, <laughs> help. repeat, repeat your news feed real fast. Oh, because that's what he was saying. Oh, is that right? Yeah, yeah repeat right, real fast. Uh, we have a hot news flash that just came in, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, uh, agrarian revolutionary and secessionist group, the Hawaiian Gardeners of Hawaiian Gardens, have kidnapped international man of comedy Greg Roke. His tracking beacon was deactivated somewhere between a trailer park and Tacos Jalisco number six. <laughs> the group has posted a Craigslist ad reading Ransomed Wheelboy, $40 or best offer. A GoFundMe has been set up for Greg's release. Greg, wherever you are, we hope you're safe and want you to return home ASAP. All right, excellent. Well, back to the show. Uh, tonight we have a huge guest. Uh, he's the voice so. of Goofy in the Disney mo- movies and everything for the past 30 years. Uh, he's been in Space Jam. He has a new movie out, Despicable Me 3, the great Bill Farmer. How are you doing, Bill? Oh, it's great to be here. Oh, you, know, th- you know, it's uh, a lot of fun, and I'm, I'm very worried about the uh, Tacos Jalisco or whatever we have here. Yeah. You know, we Gotta gotta keep up on that story. Yeah, well, well, I think we'll get like a tweet of when we gotta do the next uh, segment because uh, you know before we start the Twitter questions. Yeah, we'll have Alan give an update. We're gonna okay. be following okay. this very closely keep, now that I have Bill, up to date on that. Bill helping me out here. We're, we got this nailed. Usually I read these <laughs> updates, but I have like a I have like something in my my mouth. You know what I mean? Like I could talk. <laughs> <laughs> like there's all these big words. I was like, I don't want to read it. <laughs> it's called tongue tied. 
Like, that's the best part about having a sidekick. You did radio, you know what I mean? You yeah, absolutely. I didn't have a sidekick, though. I oh, had to do it all, you, yeah, well, all myself. So. Oh. Well, this is a pro. <laughs> <laughs> well, Bill, before we start, I just wanted to know a little something about Alan Lee. Uh, we went to the grocery store today to get, like, water and stuff, mm-hmm. you know? And uh, the cashier was like to Alan, hey, Alan, how you doing? And Alan's like, oh, great, I'm going to be uh, talking to Bill Farmer all day today. It's like, wait, wait a name drop, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, and they're probably saying, Bill who? who who's that? You know. <laughs> no, she didn't say that. No, but I, I, mean, I love to drop names. Yeah, it's, a, it's a habit I picked up out here. You my, drop? I, t- I told my mom tonight, Greg, you know, uh, Bill's going to hear Bill Farmer. Got him says, Greg Roke, is the, he's the, got him confused here. You see how he just <laughs> drops names? I've even dropping names off of the newsflash. <laughs> But Bill Farmer, I told my mom, he's going to be here tonight. And, you know, I told her, Goofy, and she was quite impressed. Yeah, everyone knows Goofy. No one knows me, so, you know. (laughs) It doesn't really work that well at a restaurant when you're going, Gorge, can I have a table? (laughs) You know, sometimes it works, but usually not. Now, uh, do you do do you teach other uh, voice actors how to do Oh, absolutely. Yeah, Yeah, I've uh, done that for about the – I've created demos for about the last 20 years because my – degree was in broadcast journalism and I kicked around in radio for a number of years and uh, I had a course in a little podunk stations that I worked at you did everything you sold time you wrote copy you you know you did uh, a shift on the air you read news you'd got to do everything and uh, so someone had asked me oh who did your demo oh I did that would you do one for me and this is the old reel to reel day so I had to you know I did that and then I did another one another one and you know after a couple of hundred of those I uh, I uh, decided to uh, let my son in on it. He's an audio engineer oh. and a drummer, oh. and so he's got a much he's much better at e- editing than I am. So we together have a little company and we do demos for you know people who want to get into this business and lessons that you know people that think they might want to come out to Hollywood and see what it's all about. That's actually like really cool because like when I think of voice acting, I like you know I'm only thirty years old. You know what I mean? So like, yeah. you know, I'm still a young. Young, very young whippersnapper. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but when I think of voice acting, I I only could think of, and I know there's more, but the two that really pop yeah. out is Bill Farmer and Frank Walker. Oh yeah, well yeah. Frank, uh, I got to uh, my first series was one called Goof Troop, and Frank was in that. Yeah. He's amazing. You know, anytime you ever hear a dog or a an animal in a movie, he was sitting next to me just all day long and. You know, getting paid millions to do it. Yeah, but it's cool that, like, the great Bill Farmer teaches other people how to, you know, do the yeah, voices. Yeah, well, um... Like, that's got to be an honor for, if you're a voice actor. Well, know? I don't know how much of an honor is, uh, it is, but it's, uh, there's a lot of people who want to get into this yeah. business, and there's a lot of misconceptions that they have, and so if I can save them some time and money if they're living in Nebraska and... I want to do me some cartoons. <laughs> I'm going to call Bill and learn out how to do that. <laughs> And so they call, and I, I say, you know, don't don't sell the farm just yet. Uh, There's some things you need to know before you come out here. So well, you need a microphone. That seems to be an important thing. And yeah, you need one of those. Yes. So uh, take me in a day of, like, a, a recording uh, a voice, because I don't know much about it. I just oh, watch well, the cartoons, um, and I love A lot them. of people, the misconceptions are when we do a, a cartoon. For example, today I did a, a cartoon for a show that's on uh, Disney, I think, I think Disney Junior, Mickey and the Roadster Racers, which is, uh, uh, you know, uh, with Mickey, Donald, Goofy, all the gang and everything. 
thing. And uh, believe it or not, Jay Leno is one of the regulars. Oh, really? He's a character, Billy Beagle, so it's all dogs and stuff. And he loves doing it. And um, so when I go in, people think that I'm watching a cartoon and adding voices to it. That's Mm -hmm. incorrect. Mm -hmm. All we have is a script right in front Mm -hmm. of us. And then I'll have Mickey's lines and Goofy's lines and Donald's lines. And another a misconception is that we're all in the studio together mm-hmm. and recording this like a radio play. Mm-hmm. That yeah. is not true. Mm-hmm. We generally go in one at a time. I'll do my lines. So I have to figure, if I'm talking to Mickey, I go, where's Mickey? How's it going? I You know, and... Wow. You don't get so, that. No, I don't get these. The reaction. You know, the reaction wow. from the actor. It has to take place all up in your head, wow. and you have to rely on the uh, director. Mm-hmm. Like, how far away is Mickey? I mean, if he's like fifty feet away, you got to go. Howdy, Mickey! What's going on? Or if he's like right next to you, it's Howdy, Mickey! What's going on? Yeah. Totally depends on you know the situation on how the, you play it. And so we just do each line over and over and over until the director says, okay, that's good. I like that third one, and we'll move on to the next one. And then in that way, we go through the entire script. Wow. And then it goes off to animation, which usually takes uh, maybe a year until it comes on TV. And then I'll see, and then, oh, that's what I did. You know, By that time, I've forgotten the whole thing. And, oh, yeah. Is that me? I don't know. <laughs> well, you've been doing Goofy for 30 years. 30 years, yeah, January of 87. Uh, which I I really lucked out. It was my first animated character audition after moving to Hollywood. It was your and, first one. Yeah, my age. I was able to get an agent after coming out here. I was doing stand up comedy for about yeah. five years out oh, of Dallas. That's amazing. And uh, yeah. you know, did a lot of impressions and voices sure. in the act. And I came out, and this my agent said, "Do you do any of the Disney characters?" Um, they wanted to settle on one voice for each of the characters. At that time, it was like four or five Mickey's and Goofies and Donalds, and, and it was like Goofy Dujer. You want to do it, Bob? Okay. <laughs> and then, uh, with the advent of the Disney Channel, uh, Michael Eisner, Roy Disney decided we want to hear one voice for each of the main characters. Yeah. So you always heard the same voice. And they had a big audition, and my agent said, do you do any of the characters? And I said, well, I can, I can kind of do Mickey, because, you know, if you can do that falsetto, gosh, oh, boy, you're kind mm-hmm. of in the ballpark of doing Mickey. And, uh, well, Goofy was my favorite growing up, and <laughs> that seemed to fit right in the wheelhouse. Yeah. And then shortly after that, they asked me, could I bark? Whoa! You know, that, <laughs> there you go. So you're Pluto. And uh, so I've been doing those two characters for the longest 30 years. Yeah. Fantastic. And then you're also really known for, and uh, like Alan Lee asked me to ask you this because he's a little, a little embarrassed to, you know, because he doesn't know what it is. But you're also really known for additional voices. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. You get incidental away. voices is what it's <laughs> that's called. That's what it's yeah. called. Like, incidental. Alan Lee said, I looked up his IMDb. He's in all these movies as the same character, additional voices. Additional voices. Yeah, go. I'm like there the talking tree it's, or it's, hot dog vendor number one. You, know. <laughs> you want a hot dog? You know, so that's it. Um, but in any given uh, episode, they might have some little guys that appear, you know, uh, one-offs, we call them. Just one line that is some guy. Maybe an announcement, you know. Uh, you know, uh, I, I like, for example, in the movie Shrek 2, I did an announcer. And I didn't even know that I'd forgotten I did it until I took my son to the movie. And ter- toward the end of the movie, there was a, a ball at the castle. And I said... Ladies and gentlemen, introducing Princess Fiona and Prince Shrek. And my son's like, hey, Dad, that's you. And I go, 
yeah, I guess it was. I totally <laughs> forgot. And, you know, these little incidental sure. voices, you, you always like. We're always a lot of crowd scenes, like in Beauty and the Beast, when they're attacking the castle. Oh, kill the beast, that kind of thing. <laughs> so we had a lot of people uh, doing that, and I'm one of those. And most recently, the upcoming, uh, or I guess it's out now, uh, Despicable Me 3. <laughs> I did a dog reporter. It's always dogs. In uh, the movie Sing and uh, Secret Life of Pets and the Lorax and the Minions and all sorts of stuff. Yeah. Yeah, those are all awesome. I saw Despicable Me 3 on my birthday. Really? When yeah. was that? Uh, July 4th. Oh, well, oh, happy birthday. Yeah. July 4th is yeah. your birthday? Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah, and uh, oh. it, like, because me and my family, we like... Uh, do stuff for the family on birthdays, which is weird. <laughs> how strange! <laughs> yeah. How strange is that? It's like I've never heard of that until you know I was four, and I was like, "All right." <laughs> so, firecrackers instead of birthday candy. <laughs> yeah. So we saw Despicable Me three, and I thought I saw the the first one. I loved the first one, and then I hated the second one. And I was like, "The third one is actually pretty fun." Yeah, yeah. It's weird how movies are like they do that jump. You know what I mean? You know, you never know too. Uh, when you're watching it, we'll they'll put up one reel and it's not necessarily linear. So we might start halfway in the movie when they have a crowd scene. So I have no idea what the movie's about, usually. Uh. When we did the movie Sing, I didn't even know it was about singing. They didn't even call it Sing to Uh. keep it secret and stuff. I think they called it something like lunch project or something weird you know Bob's video or whatever and uh, we went in there and I just did my lines didn't see any of the other sing uh, uh, scenes and so I didn't even know it was called sing until it was in the theater and someone said oh I saw your name in the credits on sing and I said well what's sing (laughs) I didn't even know (laughs) Until I went, oh, I remember that that dog. That's me. Oh, okay. my. I, well, I you've done so much work, you probably forget all the work you've done. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, like, I forget where my wallet is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's not surprising. <laughs> you know, I had a technical question. Just yeah. I, uh, well, I heard Bill mentioning how you don't have the uh, exact plot of some of these. Well, you know, do you work with a Foley machine where you have to suddenly adapt to the sound effects with the Foley guy? Or no. You're, you're no, that's all that. put that's in all after put in. we are. Okay. We are okay. kind of the first thing out of the gate. There you go. Just get the script, okay. they lay it down so sure. you have the soundtrack, okay. and then mm-hmm. they will do music, sound effects, sure. and all of the other That's things as they put it in the movie. And mm-hmm. then they will, but they generally get the soundtrack pretty done and then send it to the animators okay. so they can take cues from what we, how we said a word. For example, if I say goofy, you know, gorge helly, Mick. You know, if I just decided to throw that laugh in there. Sure. And oh, he laughs. So they'll animate that. Oh. So they got to follow the soundtrack. Ah, beautiful. Thank you. <laughs> you like his red glasses. I, I, I like, like those. They're really bright, fun. bright red, and uh, I just felt crazy. <laughs> he got him at the grocery store. <laughs> got my bow tie. Hey, if I, they were, you know, whatever. <laughs> uh, no, but um, another question I had is like, when you go to Disneyland, do yeah. do. You obviously get in for free, right? I do. Okay. Yeah, because yeah, you're like so. the voice of one of the main God, three people so. there. Imagine. Well, yeah, luckily that is one of the perks I yeah. do. And yeah. so I have relatives coming from out of the woodwork. And, oh. Can you get me into Disneyland? <laughs> oh, four times this week. I got to go. <laughs> but like, uh, so my question is, when you're at Disneyland and you see all these people like uh, wearing uh, goofy stuff, or yeah. Pluto stuff, do people recognize you and ask you to sign their hats or something? No, I rarely ever get... Uh, you know, recognize. See, that's gotta and be cool. Now with that's internet, and I've done enough yeah. interviews. 
people that are in the know do occasionally look at me and occasionally will ask me for an autograph but it doesn't happen too often yeah, that's you know it uh it would be really it's really a weird feeling too yeah and when i go to like a comic-con and stuff and then people oh, yeah. know who yeah. I oh yeah, yeah. Oh, sure then i sure. get inundated with all that kind of yeah. stuff and it, it's fun for about 20 minutes <laughs> you know it'd Maybe be fun i'd hate to be famous yeah. like you know tom cruise or something yeah. can't go to the store and ah tom cruise they don't uh, do that with me because i could see bill just trying to get to the restroom and then here's some guy behind him doing a goofy voice hey 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 bill you know through the goofy yeah right, in, the, in goofy? the bathroom would be really would weird really to doing strange. voices uh you I know, know. Take I'm, saying, I'm out of paper you know, like this. <laughs> 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 that might would be, be, be kind of yeah, weird. I'm sorry, but I didn't mean to go there. I'm just saying, if somebody was following you, and, oh, and, yeah. Yeah, that would be a little strange. But that, well, that's yeah. how I started doing this. Sure. In high school, I found out I could do voices <laughs> yeah. of actors sure. and things. And we would sure. drive through places mm. like, you know, uh, McDonald's sure. and stuff. Sure. And they'd say, order in a weird voice. Sure. Uh, uh, you know, I'd like a Whopper with cheese. <laughs> and Arnold the pig would like a Coca-Cola. And, and they'd look, you know, and my friends, that's so cool, dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how it started, you know. I sure. uh, wasted youth is what this was. Yeah. Uh, see, I've always wanted to do voice acting, like, ever since I was a little, you know. And then, like, when I grew up, you know, when I was growing up, I was like, oh, I can't do impressions. Like, I, you know, I can't do it, even though I try. But that's one skill I wish I had, you know. It's a, You don't have to do impressions. Uh, it's more about the acting, really. Mm-hmm. It's, oh, really? Uh, mm-hmm. It's not voice acting it's voice acting rob paulson who has uh uh is one of the top animation characters of all time really will tell you he doesn't do impressions he does characters and they're his impressions of uh they're kind of impressions of impressions um when i first came out here i took classes from a guy dawes butler who was one of the great right. uh, voiceover actors he did captain crunch and he did yogi bear huckleberry hound snagglepuss all of these and he just said all i am is a bad impressionist oh. uh, yogi bear was a guy he knew in chicago and he kind of adapted hey boo boo it's a picnic <laughs> basket you know he yeah. had that kind of cadence and um, Huckleberry Hound, who had kind of a North Carolina accent, was a cousin of his that he had in Carolina. He was just doing his relatives and making a career out of it. See, that that's another thing. Like Yogi Bear, for example. I saw the movie Yogi Bear, yeah. which uh, stars Dan Aykroyd. Right. And Dan Aykroyd is like one of my personal heroes because he has Asperger's Syndrome, and I have Asperger's Syndrome. So like when I saw the movie, I was like, oh, Dan Aykroyd's Yogi Bear? I never knew that. Yeah, and then, like, no. I find out he just did it he for the just movie. just did it for that movie. <laughs> and, you know, uh, those kind of characters, it's difficult for a celebrity to do the voice yeah. of a well-established character. Uh. Uh, because people know what they sound like. And they'll go, oh, that's not Yogi or that's, you know, that. But uh, if they create the voice, it seems to work. Like Tom Hanks, uh, Woody, and mm-hmm. you know, Buzz Lightyear, Tim mm-hmm. Allen. Mm-hmm. Uh, they created those voices, so it... it it's organic. It seems to work. Yeah. When a celebrity tries to do a voice match, you think of the celebrity, mm-hmm. and it can take away from the character. The character's got to get the top billing. Yeah. Another question I had, and I'm sure you could ask this question a lot, but uh, I'm very confused about Pluto. Yeah. Because yeah. here's the thing. <laughs> yeah, go. Like, first of all, I'm confused that Goofy's a dog and Pluto's a dog. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and I know I've heard you answer, so I know the answer. But whose dog is Pluto? 
Is it Goofy, Donald be, Ducks, Mickey Mouse? Like it's, he actually was uh, a, originally Mickey's dog. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, for what kind of dog he is, originally in the very first, he was one of two dogs that Mickey had that were bloodhounds. Whoa! So, but he doesn't look like it. He's just—he's just Pluto. Yeah, he looks like a sweet. And why does he bloodhound. talk? And or why does Goofy talk? And you know, Pluto doesn't. Goofy has a better agent, I guess. Yeah. You know, so <laughs> There's so many mysteries in the world of yes. Disney. <laughs> and, you know, in the great scheme of thing, I don't think that's something you got to worry about a whole lot. You know, and no, North no. Korea and does Pluto, why doesn't sure. Pluto talk? Oh, sure. The two big questions <laughs> out there. Life and, uh, yeah. or, even, or even is Scooby-Doo's? Related to Pluto. That's right. He kind of halfway have, talks that. Who knows? <laughs> you know, kind of thing. <laughs> you know, I got. I got. You've done this many times. I'm a big, you know, a fan of B, B, B westerns. Yeah, B westerns. I love B westerns. And you do, you know, Pat Butram. Pat Butram. Who? Yeah. That's why you wore the cowboy sidekick. I got to meet him. She, I got really? to meet him. I you got to meet him. His last movie oh, was a Goofy okay. movie, which I did uh-huh. in '95. Oh my. And he was going to, he did, if you see the movie, there's a part, Lester's Possum Park. And he's the guy that runs the place. And all he does, he kind of points to say, here it is. And that's about all he said. <laughs> but he was like 83 and oh, he sat boy. around and he was telling us jokes wow. all day long. And he was just like working out material and uh. everything. So it, I was a big thrill to meet him because I've been doing wild. that voice for years. And yeah, I love those, I, yeah, those B si- Westerns. Those, and the sidekicks were always, they were always such a character. Yeah, and when you did Pat Butram, I, I just felt, I fell out of my seat. Oh, all of those guys is what I kind of started doing, all the westerns, because they were oh, big really? on TV. And, well, you had John Wayne putting your, you know. I used to go up to my mom, we'd have dinner, and, well, put the green beans in a circle, and the mashed potatoes are attacking, you know, and, we'll go out we you know, and my parents would, like, look at me, and something's wrong with that. <laughs> That's I really, great. That's I really great. loved a Goofy movie. That was that's probably one of my top five favorite Disney movies because it it's about a father and son relationship. That's right. Yeah, you know, yeah. and uh, you know, like I I have a lot of daddy issues because I've had so many dads. So I think like that movie really. You know, a me. lot of people tell me that. Yeah. And, uh, like yeah. High Dad Soup? Like, I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we did a kind of a, a 20th anniversary at the D23 convention a couple of years ago. Uh-huh. And I'm really proud to announce that when we did this uh, panel, and we got a, we got the guy that did Powerline, Tevin Campbell, to sing a song, you know, eye to eye from the movie, live on stage. Uh, Jason Marsden, who played Goofy's son Max, did not sing in the movie. They didn't know he could sing, and it was the first day we did the singing. And it was a guy named Aaron Lore, who's actually Jason's friend. And I always felt bad because Jason can sing fine, yeah. and he didn't get to sing in the movie. So we rectified that at this panel and so I sang the open road with Jason live in front and it was like the Beatles I mean we got a three minute standing ovation at the end people were trying to we got number one in like uh, customer satisfaction that they liked that panel the most um 
And in some Disney blog before, they said, oh, the top ten panels to go see when you're at D23. We weren't even listed. But we even beat out the Star Wars panel. Oh, yeah. They had George Lucas and Harrison Ford on the panel. And we beat them out. I mean, the fans for a Goofy movie have just surprised me and delighted me over the years because they just really love that movie. Now, speaking of the open road, do you still memorize that song? Let's see. Do you need a break from modern living? <laughs> Leave me alone to shed your weary load. Oh my it's God. about all I can remember. Oh my God. Right. <laughs> oh my well, God. We, we wanted to see if you could sing a part for us. We have a oh script. I, I, it's just what you sang anyway. <laughs> oh my gosh. We just, yeah. just, just the first well, just, part. Just only this part. And Alan, Alan Lee and I will be Max. Okay. Well, uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. This is, uh, okay. okay. We'll re- the, uh, sing the, the whole song. This helps a lot to have the words in front of you. <laughs> but uh, like I did, I did remember the first couple of uh, lines. But here we go. <clears throat> Do you need a break from modern living? Do you long to shed your weary load? If your nerves are raw and your brain is fried, just grab a friend and take a ride together upon the open road. Come on, Maxie! All in all, I'd rather have detention. All in all, I'd rather eat a toad. Yuck. And the old man drives like such a klutz that I'm about to hurl my guts directly upon the road. There's nothing can upset me, cause now we're on our way. Our trusty map will guide us straight and true. Roxanne, please don't forget me. I will return someday, though I may be in traction when I do. Me and Max relaxing like the old days. This is worse than dragon breath and acne. <laughs> oh, my, yeah, is that on my... Yeah, that we... <laughs> <laughs> that was awesome. Thank you. That's that why awesome. we didn't make it in the movie. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Thank <laughs> you so much. Wow, what a treat. That was wow. awesome. Now, uh, we got we to gotta find out... Alan Lee got a text message about the the news oh the news flash. You're right. The news flash. So we got to find yeah, out what's going on with Greg Rogue. Well, uh, here's the update, ladies and gentlemen, and uh, as you know, uh, Bill Farmer is here uh, w- to witness all this. Yes. And um, I don't want to get anyone nervous, but this is uh, it's it's getting it's getting hot, getting really hot here. Uh, the the update, ladies and gentlemen, on the rogue hostage crisis is this. In a White House press statement, President Trump has declined to pay the ransom, stating the United States does not negotiate with Hawaiians. <laughs> President Jimmy, Jimmy Carter was sent in to try and negotiate Greg Rogue's release and failed, but did achieve a lasting peace between North and South Dakota, <laughs> dissolving the 51st, 53rd state of Central Dakota, West and East Dakota, have still not reached an armistice, thus not putting an end to their ongoing ethnic conflict. The Del Monte Fruit Company is currently organizing a rescue mission from America's fra- favorite, Lazy Boy, Greg Roke. You're in our hearts, Greg. James Bond yeah. is on his way. Yes, he is. All right, back to the show. Here we go. Now back to the show. <laughs> so, man, like, so I was like talking to Alan. I was like, I, I bet you I could get Builder to sing the song. And I, I was, was like, saying, no, please don't. Sure. Please <laughs> don't do that. 
But, like, do, but no, did people ever ask you to do that? Because you sang that song in that movie. You know, uh, it's been a long time. I did, like I say, a couple of years ago, I sang that at the uh, the reunion at uh, D23, but I haven't oh. really sang it since, so I'm glad I remembered oh, what I did or <laughs> how it goes. That's great. And now, uh, you're, al- <laughs> you're also in another favorite movie of mine called Space Jam. Oh, yeah. Oh, Space yeah. Jam. Yes, all those characters. Wow. Oh, yeah. that uh, <laughs> I love doing the Warner. I got to meet Mel Blanc shortly before he passed away when I first moved out here. And, of course, he, for every voice actor, is probably there. You know, it's a deity in the voice actor realm. And, uh, yeah, I've done a lot. Actually done more Warner's characters. Not as often, but more than oh, I have Disney characters, really, because I've done Fog. Horn and Fog Sylvester Horn. and Fog Yosemite Horn. Sam and Name Bugs. I'm dropping him. Oh, and then Robot Chicken, I got to do Bugs and Daffy <laughs> doing a rap with Elmer Fudd. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, my God, Elmer yeah. Fudd. Oh, brother, ain't I a stink? You're, you're despicable. Woohoo! <laughs> you know. <laughs> uh, but no, uh, on, on the thing I loved most about Space Jam yeah. was. Uh, and like maybe I don't get this because like maybe you you've seen the movie yeah right? sure because uh, mm-hmm. you were in it but uh, you remember in the basketball game where like the Looney Tunes were losing yeah you know and then like all of a sudden Bill Murray comes out of nowhere and they start winning that's right it's a it's, like, that's just know. weird how did Bill Murray get down there he that's a good question you know, <laughs> that is a good question I'd never thought about that like he was yeah he's right there it was just weird like he's in the movie golfing and then like you know then Jordan goes and you're like alright they sucked him in and then Wayne Knight gets there you're like how does that happen yeah just you know then, movie magic yeah you know, like they cut out a scene or something like yeah. that and then Bill Murray which is you now it's like <laughs> Very, very random, but a lot of fun. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. It was interesting doing that. Um, we Ivan Reitman, who produced the movie, yeah. uh, did the animation direction. And so he was directing us. And I don't think he'd ever done that before. But he had a blast doing it. And it's always a fun chance to get to do those kind of characters. Um, they're tough ones. Uh, I rarely ever do Sylvester around someone because I spit on him. You know? Right. It's like, it's like listen. You know, it's like, oh, sorry. Give me here's a towel. You know, you know. <laughs> they're mom stars. You know, stuff like that. <laughs> I totally understand because, like, sometimes when I do stand-up, because, like, you know, I, I have this thing in my mouth where I get caught to mouth, so, like, yeah. I don't like to talk that much and stuff. And when I do, like, I don't know, I think the most I've ever done is maybe four sets in a night. Oh, wow. So, that's that's so a night. Yeah. So on the third set, you're, like, kind of, you know, because you do 20 minutes. Oh, you, yeah. So on the third set, you get this big caught to mouth, and, like, sometimes you'd spit, you know. Yeah, it's like, always nice if it flies into someone's beer in the front table <laughs> yeah. down here. You know? Especially if it's, like, an attractive lady or something. <laughs> Sorry, lady. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, like the way, the, like the, the way I I do it is, I just pretend I didn't do it. And yeah, I, that's all you can do, you know. Then everybody in the uh, you know in the audience is just watching this thing arcing. And it's like in slow motion too. You do that, some something just flies out of your mouth, and it goes very yeah. slow. And you think to yourself, "Oh, it's going right for that beer, you know, or for that lady's head," and you know, hit some guy in the it's eye. Like, isn't that truth? It's always fun. It's you just, know. No. Yeah, I remember those stand-up days. I did that for five years wow. back from 1982 to uh, about 19. 
19, well, actually, uh, 87, uh, I gave it up after I started getting the goofy gigs because I'd rather stay in town right? You know, than go to the Chuckle Hut in Boise for a Friday night, which is, woo, what do we do now? I go to sleep, you know. <laughs> but, but, so you don't do stand-up at all anymore? Not too much. Oh. No, I'll do uh, uh, gigs from time to time at uh, universities, schools, mm-hmm. things like that, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm actually going to be, this is a tough gig, uh, in about two weeks I'm going to be on the Disney cruise ship. Yeah, and oh, wow. I'm doing. They have a Disney Vacation Club members cruise, sure. going uh, a seven day cruise in the Caribbean. So that's nice. going to be fun. And I have nice. to do a few shows, just talking about animation, talking like what we are tonight. It's yeah, a, a fun gig, and because uh, it's the 50th anniversary of Pirates of the Caribbean, so they're going to like pirate places. They're going to St. Thomas and St. John's and Tortuga, Ooh, Tortuga, and like Castaway Key, which is Disney's island. So I'm looking forward to that. Uh, so that's much better. Than the Chuckle Hut in Boise. Yeah, they no pirate. Plus, you, plus, you have a chance of meeting Johnny Depp. That's right. There you yeah. right? I've you never better, met him, but I'd like to. Yeah, you have a better chance of meeting him on the Caribbean than at a stand. That's right. Yeah, that's yeah. interesting. Yeah, yeah, because he did those movies out in the Caribbean. Johnny Depp and here in L.A. Nada. No, he <laughs> just gets in his jet and flies, flies back to France. Back. <laughs> oh, that's right. I don't know if I've said this, but. Uh, you like his glasses? I do like that. Yeah, they're, they're bright red. <laughs> Fashion statement. And they even have a little on the side. Just side, they have the multicolored <laughs> yellow and blue, and and it goes good with the tie. The western. Thing. I like the western tie. Double. Uh, yeah, bolo. That's, a, that's a bolo tie, yes. isn't it? Yes, and that's a very nice, Thank nice you. one. It goes I, along very nicely with the red. I appreciate the that. <laughs> no, no, Bill. I, I have a question. Uh, when when you did radio. It, it it obviously wasn't like this because like no, right, yeah no, this no. is we're kind of like laying back we don't really know what we're doing we're just well I didn't about, know what I was doing yeah. so that's similar but uh. <laughs> but uh, but no like how was it back back, in, back then oh, oh gosh I did little radio stations in uh, Texas Oklahoma oh, Kansas Texas. and I had to go on. Um, early in the morning, it's like a lot of them were Western, and so it's like you know I had to do weird things like the hog reports oh. and stuff. And I'd turn on the station, I'd have to get stuff in those days on the teletype and pick up and make a news story, you know. And then you'd have to do weird things like you know uh, hog bellies are down three dollars and cows are up two, you know. And, now the weather, it's going to rain, you know, that kind of stuff. We had fun shows like Pet Patrol, yeah. where little old ladies, you know, My kitty is lost. It's a tabby, and its name is Fluffy. And we'd go, oh, that's wonderful. Okay, we'll, we'll tell people about it. If you see my kitty, please call. And it was just weird. That's how I started doing characters, because I would do, uh, I'd get bored, and they didn't care. They'd say, yeah, play Box of the 45, play, do your commercials, and then we don't care what you do. Uh, and so I started developing characters, yeah. and I would, like, use, uh, Wolfman Jack was a big DJ at the time. Oh. So I'd come in, and I'd do, you know, uh, oh, baby, we're going to be playing Stacks of Wax, <laughs> baby. How much going on, Bill? Well, hi, Wolfman. Well, welcome to the show. And, oh, baby, we're going to go do a cup, you know. <laughs> Oh, we're going to go do the weather right now. You know, and I just <laughs> develop. You go nuts. You sit in a little sure. room and with a yeah. microphone, and you got to come up with something. So I'd come up with all these weird characters, and that's how it started. <laughs> so, like, it was more like comedy radio. It, it was on my shift. I tried yeah. to add a lot of stuff, but mostly it's, you know, here's Furlan Husky once again, you know, and I heard Dottie, Dottie, Dottie's got a new uh, new record here. It's uh, climbing the things. It's uh, uh, You're the reason I 
our kids are ugly. So that's <laughs> it. We're going to play Loretta Lynn. And so it was that kind of a show. And, yeah. you know, people would call in. And, and it was – I was a very lonely person. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm very lonely, too. <laughs> we are. We are indeed. Uh, but radio is a lot of fun when you get, oh, it, get to uh, have fun with it's it. It's fantastic. I always loved comedy radio because, like, I think it's the one – like, unlike movies and stuff where you could see the picture, comedy radio, yeah. you have to use your imagination. Exactly. That's the same with animation. It all oh. takes place in your mind. Oh. So, well, we have a couple of Twitter questions. Do you okay. like questions sure. from Twitter? I do. Huh? As a matter of fact, I, is any of them from uh, Donald Trump? I can't believe it. <laughs> Did you see these hands, by the way? They're gigantic. <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> Alec Baldwin might uh, lose his job next year if you. Oh audition. yeah, cool. you got to do all the presidents. Uh, I used to do bills. <laughs> Yeah, but no, have you ever had like? Did you ever like want to like do audition for like SNL or something with your impressions? Uh, I was, um, oh gosh, you know, I I wasn't that established as a stand up, and I got the goofy thing, and I said, I'm going to ride that pony for as long as I can. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you never know. That could be because who else? Uh, I, I'm very lucky because I've been doing this steady since 1987. Wow. Yeah. Who was on 87 in 1987 that's still on TV? Not too many people. So. Mm-hmm. Even though I'm not in front of people, you know, visually, uh, I've been working steadily, and Fantastic. I really know how lucky mm-hmm. I have been. Yeah, that's great. And the thing is, everyone everyone knows your voice too. So yeah, that- you can turn it on and off. You know, <laughs> you can. Uh, I, I, I've always wanted to try and get out of a parking ticket, you know, with, with Goofy. And oh. Gorsh, did I mess up, officer? <laughs> I don't know if that would help or not. <laughs> well, I'm Goofy. What do you expect? <laughs> Step out of the car. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Tase him, you know. I, uh, Whoa. Yeah. I bet you that would work, though. It might. Yeah, uh, it I'll, might I'll try it if I ever on the get city started. Rim, you know. <laughs> Take this guy to jail. <laughs> All right. So a Twitter question from Cracker Jacker. Cracker Jacker. 18. Because 17 wasn't available. No. <laughs> very, very creative. <laughs> you ever see these Twitter uh, handlers? They're like, what? They're just, uh, they're amazing. <laughs> Anyways, uh, Cracker Jackal 18 wants to know, uh, Bill, uh, it was rumored that you won the role of Goofy over Steve Martin. Is that true? Um, there was talk when they first did a Goofy movie uh. in 95. Um, I had heard the rumor that they, at first, and I was down, I was kind of heart and heartbroken by this, that they may want to use a celebrity for Goofy. And I think they tried Steve Martin and Jim Varney and some other actors, but then they came, no, nah, don't change Goofy, and they decided to let me do it. So, yeah. Yeah, but I didn't, I don't think I beat him out for the role of it in the, there's uh-huh. not enough money for Steve, you know, yeah. he gets the big bucks. That's interesting, I've never even heard of that. I've never heard of that. Yeah. yeah. It's a it's Twitter guy. I must be digging up dark history. Yeah, that's a that's an interesting one. There is that Steve Martin connection. Yeah. Well, I, mean, yeah. I think Steve Martin is the best stand-up ever. Oh, he's amazing, know? yeah. And he only did it for six years, which I think is just remarkable. Yeah, he used to open for the Nitty Gritty Dirt Band. Oh, that's right. He was the opening act for them, and he did a lot of the banjo like they do, and he's a fantastic banjo oh, player. I noticed him. Yeah, he's, uh, he's great. <laughs> All right, uh, Twitter question number two from... Dorito Ranch XL. Uh-huh. A Dorito, Dorito Ranch. Dorito. I like Dorito Ranch Doritos. You know? <laughs> oh, man, these questions. Um, Bill, you were in the movie RoboCop. Yes. Yes. 
Yes, I was. Uh, the question is, uh, do, do you wish that uh, you were in the sequel? Uh, yeah, um, although I, th- I think the, uh, the original, it's rough to do sequels, you know, yeah. or remakes. Yeah. Uh, sequels, yeah. Uh, that was I, when I was uh, living in Dallas. That was the last thing I did before I got the role of Goofy. And here we were in Dallas, and I had one paragraph to memorize. Uh, when RoboCop became a uh, you know a cyborg, and he went out on the streets and all of this stuff, uh, I was the on the street reporter, and I had to say, "This is what I, I still it's burned into my memory. I can remember it. It was like." Terrorism has never been a factor in this city's politics before. But all that changed today when former city councilman Ron Miller entered City Hall with a gun. He's now upstairs in a second-floor office holding Mayor Clifford Gibson and members of his personal staff hostage. Lieutenant Hedgecock, what's next? And Paul Verhoeven, who was the director, I practiced this for weeks, you know. And we get out on the set, and I had to wait around from 2 in the afternoon till about 1 in the morning to do this. So they get me set and everything. They had these cars screaming in behind me and it was terrifying because I could see him out of the corner of my eye to, you know I don't know if they're professional drivers or hey kid you want to be in a movie you know. and they were zooming in and I started backing up saying terrorism and all and I hit my mark where I'm supposed to talk to the lieutenant way early so Paul Verhoeven the director said okay let's cut this this and this line Let's go. And I I just spent three weeks learning this thing. So if you see the movie, it's actually much more, I'm trying to remember the lines like, "Uh, terrorism has never been a factor in this city politics before, but the mayor is being held hostage, and uh, he's killed some of the people, and lieutenant, uh, what's next? It was about like that. And the look of terror on my face was real, because I was trying to remember my lines. Um, And then I got the thing with Goofy, and would I rather sit around for 12 hours you know, and hair and makeup and all of that kind of stuff, or Too you know, goofy. put on put on your jammies and go to work. <laughs> it's, uh, that's goofy. Much better deal. Yeah, but I, I loved RoboCop. I yeah, think it was a fun movie. Oh, I, yeah. Yeah. I think that's one of those movies that that's like. I think that this is a true fact, actually, that it's a kid's first rated R movie that they've seen during. Yeah, were, a lot of people. Yeah, yeah, like when they were growing up in that area. And, uh, yeah, I'm the only guy who didn't get killed, I think, in the movie. But I saw that after I moved to California. They released it, and that's the first movie I saw in California, and I saw it at Man's Chinese Theater, oh. which was like really blew me away to see my picture up on the screen, and that was, nice. that was fun. <laughs> All right. Well, last Twitter question, and then we'll do an update, then say our goodbyes about uh, mm-hmm. uh, Bill. Uh, when you retire from the voice of Goofy, do you get to pass on Goofy to someone else? No, I'm, I'm going to kill anybody that tries to. <laughs> oh. No, there's no reason to retire. Mel Blanc yeah. worked up till he passed mm-hmm. away, and yeah. he could do the voice. So as long nice. as they people like me doing it, and as long as they're willing to have me, I, I'm not ever going to retire. Yeah, it's too much beautiful, fun. beautiful. Oh, that's awesome. That, that'd be that'd be like I don't want you to retire, but I mean, like if I ever did like a voice or something like that, like if I was yeah. George Jetson, and I, you know, that's not going to happen because no, no one knows who that is. But, you know, no. Why would I? I'm yeah. just having a blast, and uh, the voice luckily doesn't change that much. I sound the same as I did back in the '80s when I started this thing. And uh, like I say, as long as Disney wants me, I'll keep that's doing it. That's a plus. And Mickey Mantle had to retire, but uh, you know. Right. The farmer's not going anywhere. No, I, 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 I lock myself to the, the gates at Disney. Thank you. Far- farmer's loaded. <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. Uh, 
Uh, do you think because uh, the Disney is is frozen? You heard that, right? Like he's frozen. I'd heard that, yeah. and uh, I don't think it's true. I think yeah. that's one of those yeah. myths yeah, those that uh, myths. you know. But if it is true and they unfreeze him, do you think like because uh, I saw this movie where like Mel Gibson was frozen and stuff, and he came unfrozen, and then he forgot everything. You think Dis? <laughs> wow, that's uh, quite. You a think Disney will like free? <laughs> be like, what is this? You know, like, yeah, what? Oh, that would be interesting. <laughs> that's, that's a Let me go to Disneyland. <laughs> what, what is Star Wars? You know? it's, it's like it's like I'm the owner of this. Yeah, this was mine. We did pretty good, said my dad. All right, Alan, let's get an update oh, from I, your uh, yes, your yes, news story, and then we'll yeah. say our goodbyes. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, this has just come in, and uh, we're hoping for the best. Uh, as you know, uh, Bill Farmer is here with us, witnessing all this. Thank God. Uh, just in in a pre-dawn raid on the Taqueria. A crack team of disgraced driving instructors, beguiled construction workers, and a freelance mall Santa burst through the service entrance in an attempt to retrieve comedy wonderkind Greg Roke. Six members of the HGHG were apprehended, however. Greg tragically fell to his death from a height of five feet during the helicopter extraction. (laughs) The hooks used to strap him in were not ADA compliant. After the botched attempt, the freelance mall Santa hung his, stack, hung his stockings with shame in memory of the world historic comedian. I will take the rest of this sponsor break to commemorate the greatest comedian who ever lived with a moment of silence. So, uh, anyways, uh, bear with the moment. <laughs> short, short moment. A very short, short moment. moment. <laughs> uh, Bill, I was just texted this. Um, my friend's birthday is tomorrow. Do you think you could wish her a happy birthday as Goofy? Gorsh. Yeah. What's her name? Uh, Avi. Avi. Gorsh. Well, happy birthday, Avi. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Avi. Happy birthday to you. Ah, oh, that's very You're sweet of you. Your own Goofy greeting here on the air. Do you, uh, last question. Do you do you like ever sell like? Uh, I'd be like, oh yeah, I'll leave a voicemail. Like, you ever get people to do that? Ask um, I've I've had people do it. I don't sell that oh, uh, yeah, because yeah. Uh, you know the Disney might say, oh, we need some of that. Uh, <laughs> So, but probably, Disney's frozen. He'd be like, what's the phone? They get unfrozen. They get unfrozen with stuff like that real yeah. quickly. <laughs> <laughs> so, Bill, where, where can the folks at home follow you? Yeah, they can call, uh, well, um, okay, for uh, my company, which is called Toon House, T-O-O-N-H-O-U-S-E, Incorporated, uh, ToonHouseInc.com, you can go to. I also have the domain that goes to the same place, but V-O-Biz.com, V-O-B-I-Z.com. And on uh, it's uh, at Goofy Bill on Twitter. So uh, ah. at Goofy Bill, very easy. So, yeah, I didn't figure that out. So yeah. do do you like Twitter? Do you like tweeting? It's absolutely incredible. I can't get by without it. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Because, like, I find tweeting just to be so difficult. You know? No, it is. I'm, I, you know, I, my, I can't type with my thumbs. I can't type hardly anyway. I phone typing in high school. So. <laughs> Alan, do you have any shows coming up? You know, the only shows I have coming up, unfortunately, are in my living room right now. But I'm working on that. And, again, an update, I am still going to pay my SAG uh, bill. 
you know, Bill, Bill. Yeah. You know, it's, it's <laughs> see, I'm so confused. Uh, this guy name drops. I, 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 I even name drop when I'm explaining my situation. <laughs> I mean, it's unbelievable, you know. <laughs> but I, that will be paid uh, next month if SAG is listening. They're yeah. on my, you know, they're on my back. They can't miss me. You know, my dues. They can't, you know, they can't oh, yeah, lose they my, need the my $42. Dues, <laughs> No, I'm so glad to have met you, Bill, and uh, it's been a, a, a real treat. And uh, again, Pat Butram, uh, you know, I can't, uh, I'm, you know, my I'm mom. I'm glad will. you like him. <laughs> Thank you. He's a fun one to do. <laughs> Fantastic. Thank you for being here. Oh, it's, it's, it was uh, my really. pleasure. Thanks for inviting me. Uh, well, I'm going to be at Bruce's Lounge tomorrow night, uh, which is in Santa Fe, California. Which is weird, because I always thought Santa Fe was in New Mexico. Yeah, I've been to that one. I don't know where Santa Fe, <laughs> California is. So, like, i got to Google it. I probably should have done that before I took the gig, because, like, it could be all the way. Yeah, you might be up near the oh, Oregon border. Santa, Santa Fe. Yeah, that's a long way. But, no, it's fun, and uh, stand-up, and, you know, it was an honor to have you here, because, like I said, you know, you're a huge inspiration and stuff. And oh, I, well, thanks so much. You know, I appreciate that. And, uh... In your professional radio opinion, do you think Alan Lee ha- has the chops? If he keeps paying yeah. the SAG bills when they're due, yes, I think so. <laughs> I appreciate that. They He's might just got to get that name-dropping well, thing under control, go. right? They'll send out a large guy to collect. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks again to comedian Greg Rogue for sponsoring this. Yes. And, uh, Thank you. You know, that was a fun story. I would have said it, but I have cotton yeah, mouth. And, Bill, thank you so much for singing on the road. Oh, oh God. my pleasure. I, I, I know, it just brings awesome. back a lot of great memories. Oh my God, yeah. I thought, wow. Bill Farmer, it was an honor to meet you, pal. I really appreciate my it. My pleasure. So and, Alan, we'll see you guys next week, guys. Thank you very much. Oh, man, that was awesome. You're listening to Razor Riffs with Keith Razor and Alan Lee right here on L.A. Talk Radio. Hey guys, thanks for listening to the show. I really appreciate it. If you enjoyed it, please subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcast. Give us some feedback. Good, honest, terrible, doesn't matter. Also, follow us on social media. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, at Razor Riffs. I am also on Stereo if you would like to chat with me there. www.stereo.com slash KeithRaza. And on Cameo, www.cameo.com slash Keith Reza. If you enjoyed the show, please send us a donation on the Anchor app. We really do appreciate it, and we'll rift with you again soon.